Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about? Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. Hi. Hello. Hello. Daughter of Godcast Season 5. Climax. What? A new season out of the crystalline blue and a sexy title to boot? This is episode 174, Freezy, which is a word I invented to both describe the experience of northern Michigan right now and the practice of transcending conditions as best we can. A natural fusion of the words free and easy. Freezy. Climax is defined as, quote, the most intense, exciting, or important part of something, a culmination or apex, the completion of daughter of God. Every movie making ends eventually, and I think it's about time for a thrilling end to this one, an orgasm that builds over the next six months. So, Welcome to Daughter of Godcast Season 5 Climax, and this is once again Episode 174 Freezy, and you know me, I'm Dan Kelly, Shri Fuji Split. Right, here we go. Only three episodes behind this week, actually only two because we did record an episode while we were in New York City, except we're only now just getting around to posting that episode, so just two episodes that I've got to record to get current. Today I'm talking about intuition and the signal of us. I've based Daughter of God's cosmology on Abraham Hicks, or infinite intelligence as channeled by Esther Hicks. I freely, freezily admit that I find this perspective intriguing and quite useful in my own life. And for sure, it's an awesome armature to wrap a story around. I've I've also swirled in some James Corbett's uh, astute insights about the powers that shouldn't be. These two perspectives were latent in the original script. Esther and James just put the point on my pencil, so to speak. Both of these key influences have only been with me for the last three to five years, yet as all veteran Daughter of Godcast collabs collaborators know the movie's been in progress for over 14 years. 
I guess this is just how research goes. The further we explore, the more we find. Or maybe the more we look, the more shows up which is creation more than discovery, as I proposed in episode 170, Shebox. Intuition. Thus, the whole ride, this whole Daughter of God ride, was inspired by desire, a leap out of the Cessna 172 at 10,000 feet without a parachute, following intuition and then learning how to glide to become a wind creature, a feather, a pollen cloud, dandelion tuft. Where I am ending up was presaged by where I started, except way more so. That seems to me evidence of the efficacy of intuition, trusting myself, trusting ourselves. Here's a Kriya insight from Sunday, January 5th. Learn to identify and recognize intuition. Learn to trust what at first might be hints or fleeting inspirations. The premise that underlying cultural conditioning and habitual patterns associated to past trauma and even success that buried beneath the tumult of options and possibilities, there's a strong, steady signal of us. This signal basically feels like joy or whatever word best describes pleasure for us. If this premise can be explored and experimentally verified by whatever method we choose to employ, then our horizons open wide. This is not about adopting a belief. At most, it might be trying out a new story and seeing if our lives become more of what we wish they could be. The only criterion is usefulness. Does allowing our delightful fullness make our reality more exquisite? Question mark. Do we even want to taste and revel in what we could be beyond limits? End of Kriya insight. Well, indeed, do we? We each have this choice. What could be called the unlimited option? The gist of the sitch according to infinite intelligence and daughter of God's backstory. Well, Clarification, mostly unlimited, as we have decided to deploy some fraction of our usness to theme park Earth, a very convincing simulation of limitation. Easy to suspend disbelief and tell the story of me here. It's no accident that artists thrive on limitation. I wonder how much I've got to write about these things before I begin to rival Philip K. Dick's exegesis, which I own but still haven't read, 900 or so pages. I feel like it's exuding a helpful influence just sitting on the shelf. Seems to me intuition is a subtle form of desire, not a whispered promise of delight, but delight in the flesh, the tip tail end of an impossible beast that is poised to bound off, take to the sky. We grab that tail and are pulled along. The beast is our imagination, our heart's yearning. A good feeling that we can amplify just by latching on to that twitchy, tempting tail. We might be trained to distrust our good feelings because good feelings can be treacherous. We've been encouraged to blame good feelings for heartbreak, maiming, death. 
Good feelings can lead us into sin. Safer to depend on external authority for guidance, seek wisdom outside of ourselves. A book, a teacher, tea leaves. What if there was infallible innate guidance available 24-7? What if our brain wasn't a biocalculator isolated in a skull box, but something more like a radio receiver? What if our consciousness was elsewhere and we were gorgeous, fleshy remotes? Would that be so bad? Would finding that out feel scarier than knowing a faction of the United States government blew up the World Trade Center in 2001? They're scary, and then they're scary. It's just a movie, folks. It's only talk. Talk, talk, it's only talk. I can be a receiver of myself, of my signal. That's an interesting story worthy of retelling. So there you go. The end begins. And that was episode 174, Freezy, and this is still the Daughter of God cast, but now it's season five, climax, an easy, epic landing on water in our advanced wingsuit that can flare just like birds do. Hard water is pattering down from on high. The wind roars a bit. I can hear the ice-heavy waves swishing against the rocky beach. 33 degrees Fahrenheit outside, and what a phenomenal, excellent life. The first episode of our fifth season, no rhyme or reason to dog seasons. They are whimsical and waggish, capricious. Keeping on and catching up, the delightful entwining of signals, energy sexy. Follow your bliss, said Joe Campbell, but what is bliss? There is such a thing, I promise. <laughs>